This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA Media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Thursday, 31 August in the year of our Lord, 2023. CNBC uh, is reporting that 61 percent of your fellow citizens, the American people, are living paycheck to paycheck while uh, inflation, core inflation, about how one lives one's life if uh, you're part of the working class in this country, still spirals out of uh, control. Financial Times of London, one of the lead stories, the EU is going to set a record for purchases of liquefied natural gas from Russia. We're going to get into a lot of economic news today. We're going to go to uh, also to Georgia, a firestorm down there about uh, Fonnie Willis. So we'll get into all of that. Uh, Harrison Floyd, who's now been released from uh, jail, is going to join us. Also the vice chairman of the GOP and Senator Colton. More Tiffany Justice is going to join us here momentarily about uh, an Axios report, the, I think the biggest gap ever in the American people having confidence in K-12, through so the Moms for Liberty will be here. But I want to start, because I want to put this on the table, because a lot of things happening out there, there are stories about you know beer consumption and, and ceiling fans and, and all this, but there's a young woman, Avita Duffy Alfonso, over at the Federalist, wrote, did an incredible report on Instagram and then followed up with an article Avita, tell us climate change, this group called C40, what have you found out that is actually incredibly shocking about what's going on and kind of this cult of climate change and what they're trying to do to implement a program that will radically change the lifestyles of the American people, ma'am? So it's it's a report from the C40's Climate Leadership Group, which is a globalist climate organization that is made up of nearly 100 cities around the world. 14 of those cities are American, and they have a goal, a they call it an ambitious target of by the year 2030, um, no meat consumption, no dairy consumption, no private vehicle ownership, um, limits on air travel and clothing consumption. So really radical changes to American life. Um, and ironically, they're denying denying their goals, yet explicitly stating them in this report. In 2030, the, the, the reason you get to all those things is they have a, correct me if I'm wrong, in your report, an objective. Their objective is by 2030 to be net zero carbon emissions by 2030, and that's why they have to implement all these radical changes. Am I correct in that? So I, I, it's yes, it's that, and it's also that they want to to limit the the global heating of the Earth, right? So they say that in order to make sure that it doesn't surpass 1.5 degrees Celsius and in, in um, global warming, we, then we should have these really radical um, goals, which will somehow mitigate that threat. How did when you put this up? You did this analysis. Did Instagram or Facebook or did somebody slap on there that you, you were inaccurate, this report was false? 
Yeah. So the so first I wrote an article about this in the Federalist. Then I made a, an, an Instagram reel, um, sort of summarizing the goals of C40 Climate Leadership Group, and Instagram slapped a Politifact fact check on my Instagram reel. But what's really interesting about the fact check is the fact check d- addresses a completely separate Instagram user and a completely separate article. So they wanted to fact check me, right? They didn't like that I was telling everybody, sounding the alarm bells that hey. These 14 American cities have really radical goals for 2030. They didn't want people to know that. So they they had a, they fact-checked other people to then slap a fact-check on me without actually addressing my reporting, which was 100% accurate. The 14 American cities, can you give us an example? Are these small places that are out of the way? What are the – give me top two or three, four cities. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's, um, I don't have them all off the top of my head, but a few of them are Houston, Austin, Phoenix, Chicago, Miami, the usual suspects, right? I mean, these are very left-wing cities. And the problem is that a lot of, and actually this is the purpose of C40, they want to push a radical climate agenda without actually having to to uh, get the consent of the people. If they can get these, uh, these left-wing cities to sign on to them without actually um, passing any laws without actually um, informing people, then they can they can push this agenda in a in a much more seamless way, and that actually is the stated purpose of C40 to push the climate agenda without having to deal with the rest of us. Um, and and I think that a huge reason why I was censored is not just that I was telling people that this is happening, but also that in my article I told people the purpose of this, which is not the climate. If if it was really about the climate and they really cared about CO2 emissions. They would be interested in nuclear energy, right? And they're not. Um, this is all about social control, just like COVID was all about social control. And it was a a, a test run, right? Right. The, the COVID lockdowns were a test run for climate lockdowns. The, Klaus Schwab has said this. It's called the Great Reset. Um, and that is that is why I pointed that out in my article. That is why they were angry at me. And um, I, I think that is why I was fact-checked. And it's, it's extremely dishonest. And that's what the fact-checkers do, right? They shut down opposition media. Um, and they and, and, and that's why so many media outlets like PolitiFact, like CNN, like MSNBC, go along with the censorship because they actually end up being the benefactors of it. Avita, hang over a second. If Denver, if we could play the clip that Avita made, I want to show you what the what Instagram and the and, and by the way, before I play the clip, doesn't Instagram? I think you said in your article, it still has a, a child trafficking or a pedophile problem. Isn't Instagram and don't these things on Twitter? Don't all these big social media oligarchs still have a problem in that area that they're not addressing? They do. They have a huge pedophilia problem, and instead of dealing with that, um, they're censoring me, which is just ridiculous. Avita, hang on for one second. Let's show the let's show the reel that she made off of this incredible article she wrote for the Federalist. Go ahead and play it, Denver. Does your city have a goal of banning meat by 2030? 14 major American cities are part of a globalist climate organization known as the C40 Climate Leadership Group, which has an ambitious target by the year 2030 of zero kilograms of meat consumption, zero kilograms of dairy consumption, three new clothing items per year per person, and zero private vehicles. Nearly 100 cities across the world make up C40, and its American members include Austin, 
Boston, Chicago, Houston, Los Angeles, Miami, New Orleans, New York City, Philadelphia, Phoenix, Portland, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and Seattle. Ultimately, the Climate Coalition's goals are inherently anti-human. Banning meat and dairy, restricting calories, and impoverishing the masses will hurt the planet and people. More likely than not, it will do more than hurt people. It will kill people. Um, this issue of social control, here, here's what I'm missing, Avita. Have any of those, I haven't seen any of those cities put this on a referendum. I haven't seen them go to the people in the cities or in the states that they're part of. Is C40 a, 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 a global coalition that somehow is over and above or outside U.S. law? So, so yeah, so C40, um, it's Michael Bloomberg run. They all are sort of part of this, this climate globalist organization. Um, and this is not necessarily a law, right? Then this is sort of of the the word games they were playing with me in their fact check right it's not a law it's not a law binding treaty that they signed all they're saying is this is what we want to do by 2030 this is our goal that's what i said in my video that's what i said in my article and that's why i didn't deserve a fact check because i stated exactly what they said that this is their goal by 2030 not necessarily a law although what's important to know is there are laws that are already moving toward the c40 goals which is why it's really unbelievable that they would try to claim that while it's a, an ambitious target. It's really sort of unserious. Um, in, in New York City, Eric Adams has banned um, meat and dairy in prisons um, and in public schools. In France, they they have limits on short haul flights. In in the UK, they banned the sale of private vehicle. Um, I'm sorry, of gas powered vehicles by 2030. So we're already seeing these goals come into fruition across the globe. And so and it's, and specifically in C40 cities. And so to say that these these goals are somehow not real. Um, are, are insincere is not backed up by their own words and is not backed up by their actions. Avita, we're going to have Tiffany Justice on here in a moment to talk about the the, uh, the plight of uh, K through twelve education in our country. One of the big complaints is that kids are not, you know, we're at the bottom. We're we're not the top of math or or, or rhetoric or English, anything like that. Reading skills, uh, but these become propaganda factories. Someone uh, isn't your generation. We keep hearing that their number one uh, uh, objective is climate change. The thing that the whole youth vote goes around is climate change. Are you getting a lot of blowback for taking this counter position about this is all about social control? So ironically, actually, not from not from Gen Zers. I think it's I think it's the powers that be right that are striking back the 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 censorship complex that's that's striking back. I think a lot of young people care about the environment. I'm someone who cares about the environment. I grew up in the north woods of Wisconsin. I love clean air. I love fresh water. I think we all can agree on that. It's actually it's 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 really I think. Um, such a betrayal to people who genuinely care about the environment to to see that their their movement has been co-opted by these globalist powers who have really evil, really horrible aims. Um, and I think that a lot of young people that I've that I've that I, that follow me, that watch my video, read my article, have said thank you for exposing this um, because they don't want to see the climate move, the climate change um, or environmental movement be be used by these people. I also think what's important to know about Gen Zers is they, they are a generation, we are a generation that has been censored um, for, from the very beginning, right? I mean, we are being conditioned since COVID to, to not say what we think. Um, otherwise, you'll face punishment, right? You'll not get an internship. You're not going to get a job in the future. Um, you'll face social ostracization. 
that's the point of putting that back check on me to shame me. Um, and I think a lot of young people recognize that too. They see that in their, in their day-to-day lives at school and college, um, in the workplace and, and identify with that struggle and are angry at the censorship police. Avita, how can people, what's your social media? I know a lot of the audience is going to want to follow you now and find out more about you. How, how do we do that? Where do we go? Uh, website, social media, where are you? So you can read my articles at thefederalist.com, and my Twitter handle is Avita Duffy underscore one. Avita, amazing. Thank you very much. Honored to have you on here to kick off uh, Thursday. Thank you for having me. If you ever get, uh, you know, if you're in the mumble tank and get depressed, remember, we have a rising generation of the Avita Duffies of the world that are pretty amazing fighters and they're not going to back down and the pressure against them is a hundred times more than the older generations let me bring in tiffany justice for a second tiffany right there it shows you from the north woods of wisconsin you can get the voice of reason that comes out doesn't it yes absolutely and, and it is really good to see and at moms for liberty we know we are raising the next generation of patriots so uh well done avita uh, really important information for people to know uh, about how the world and and our country is being changed from a global perspective and uh, we see that in education every day steve you see that i want to get to what we're going to do is take you to break and when we come back i want to go through this axios report but i want to go back to avita it, it, this Tell the audience, this programming of these kids is all-encompassing. I mean, that is really what the education system has come down to. That's why what you guys stand for really could unite the country, could it not? Absolutely. And it's bringing people together across the country, uh, across party lines, across racial lines, across religious lines. Parents are coming together because they're extremely concerned about a lot of the movements to change the way that we are living here in America. And and a lot of the outside influences that are being... um, that are being used to do that. So yeah, I think that uh, people are coming together. They recognize that these goals that uh, C40 and other groups like the United Nations or UNESCO has are not what's best for the American people. And, and we're going to have our voices heard. I tell you what, you hang with us. I want to get into Axios's lead story this morning is in the wheelhouse of uh, Tiffany Justice. In fact, it's what she's been arguing about and putting forward to the American people for the last couple of years. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to come back. We've got the Moms for Liberty. We're going to go to Georgia. Jim Hoff's got some breaking news about uh, the Michigan uh, 2020. The scandal in Michigan starts continues to expand. Uh, we've got a lot to get to, a lot of economics, capital markets, politics, all of it here in the war room. Be back in a moment. To the end, just watch and see. It's all started, everything's begun, and you are over. Cause we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the As central banks and countries like China, India, Australia, begin transitioning to a digital currency, the Federal Reserve has been contemplating the same for the United States of America. With a digital currency, the government could track every single purchase you make. Officials could even prohibit you from purchasing certain products or even easily freeze or seize part or all of your money. These are some of the reasons concerned Americans reach out to Birch Gold Group. They want to have a physical asset that's independent from the U.S. dollar. Gold, held tax-sheltered in a retirement account. Remember, 
gold held in your tax-sheltered retirement account. Learn if gold is right for you. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. That's Bannon, 989898. And Birch Gold will send you a free information kit today. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold has been helping my listeners and viewers from the very beginning of the show. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold because of a central bank digital currency becomes reality. It'll be nice to have some gold to depend on. Take action. Use your agency. Do it today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. I want to start off with a Vita to show you that there's a younger generation coming up that are not going to back down. These people are fighters. They're smart. They're tough. A bunch of them work uh, here in the war room, also Real America's Voice, and all over. And uh, it's kind of what <clears throat> Tiffany Justice has been telling us about. That's why you got to focus on the even, – even if your kids are out of school, the situation in the public schools in the country is absolutely urgent. And that's what the Moms for Liberty are. Remember, uh, it's like what happened the other day up in Maryland with this judge uh, that ruled uh, that the, you had to have the uh, LGBTQ – are now, I guess, two spirits, LGBTQSI or whatever it is, like 90 digits now. Uh, the kids in public schools had to sit there and sit for those story hours. They didn't have a choice. Now, if you homeschool, and I'm a huge believer and proponent of homeschooling, or if you go to, I went to Catholic school growing up, you go to classical Christian or Catholic, or even just a private school, the secular. Um, you know, you may not have to have that, although a lot of that's in, encroaching there. But the public schools, we can't leave these kids behind. And you can see the generation of, of fighters that we're going to need to have. Tiffany Justice, Axios kind of, it's an odd poll, but it, on one level, it really is your thesis, your theory of the case of why you got started on this a couple of years ago when we first met you, um, that there's a deep concern among the American people about the public education in our country and is really focused on those basics that you need in an advanced industrial society to kind of make your way in the world uh, versus some sort of propaganda where they're just trying to program you. Uh, your thoughts on the Axios, uh, the Axios uh, report? Yeah, it, it, that report said that 36% of the American people are very concerned and are not satisfied with what we're seeing in public schools. Now, alternatively, about a fifth of the people surveyed were parents, and 76% of parents said they were happy. We'll dive into that in a second. But let's talk about the 36% of Americans that are concerned. They are right to be concerned. Do you want to be able to go to the doctor? Would you like to be able to fly in a plane and understand and know that the mechanics that are working on the plane can read and write and do math? Because right now, what we have is a situation in the country where nearly two-thirds of American children are not reading on grade level. Uh, this is a national crisis, Steve, and it's something that we're not talking about as openly as we should because the teachers' unions don't want us talking about it. If people follow President Biden on social media, he's been visiting some schools. Uh, Secretary Cardona has been visiting some schools. And what Moms for Liberty and others have been pointing out is that the uh, proficiency rates at the schools that they're visiting, there was a middle school that Joe Biden visited, and the proficiency rate for reading was like barely in the double digits. So he said that he's optimistic about the future. We challenge him on that. And this poll just shows that the majority of the American people are not optimistic about the future because they're not satisfied with the public education that the children are receiving in school. And they shouldn't be. They are correct. 
Now, what about the parents? That uh, what about parents? Because everything we're seeing is parents are incredibly upset, and you're having these massive school board fights. What, what about at the parent level, which directly relate to their children? Yeah, so it's interesting. I'm going to be honest with you. It's not an easy decision uh, to change your child's school. And so the majority of people where their children go to, go to school, and even before COVID, I think most parents felt like, okay, my kids are doing pretty well in school and, you know, they're getting A's. Well, what does that A really mean? Um, what does an F really mean? You know, there's a, there's a, a movement that you no longer give zeros on things, that kids start at 50%. So the grades that children are receiving, the education that they're getting may not be up to the place where parents really... Uh, would want it to be, but I don't think there's a lot of transparency and there certainly isn't accountability in our public school system. So it is becoming increasingly harder for parents to know how their children are doing in school. COVID obviously affected that. There haven't been assessments done. And we have the National Assessment for Educational Progress, the NAEP scores that came out in 2022 that showed us that our schools are in crisis. And then you have Becky Pringle, the head of the teachers union saying to everyone, yeah, the tests are flawed. We need new tests. We shouldn't be giving assessments. Well, of course, she doesn't want assessments to be given because then it'll show the harm that's actually happening in these classrooms. You guys have fought at the school board level, but you also are are very focused on school administration. What is the plan? Tuesday, the traditional coming back uh, to school. And in fact, on our Labor Day special, we're going to be talking a lot about education and really educating the, the workforce for the future and r- where it really stands uh, talk to me about what what uh, what Moms for Liberty. What do you guys have in store for the fall session? The most important thing that we tell our moms is that they need to build relationships with the teachers, with the administrators. Recently in Charlotte Mecklenburg schools, our chapter chair there uh, was sent some photos of some things that were uh, on the walls of classrooms, pictures of Karl Marx celebrating him. Go figure, right? Why I, I, I'm, I'm still not sure why people are celebrating Karl Marx, but okay. Uh, and she went into the principal and spoke to the principal about it and had a really good conversation because she had built that relationship. And so um, not only will some of those things come down, but other new things will be put up that help to celebrate uh, America and American patriotism. Um, It is a a government's school and we live in America. Um, The idea that our children are being taught that America is somehow systemically uh, broken uh, is uh, wrong and shouldn't be happening. And so building relationships is the key. We are growing at Moms for Liberty in leaps and bounds. And so uh, we have a lot of of, of new things happening with us. We're up to almost 300 chapters, 299 in 46 states with only four left to go. Uh, Idaho and Utah will be the next states that we add. And then Steve, can you guess uh, what two outlying states do you think we still need to get chapters in? And maybe we can challenge your audience to help us to get some chapters started there. Would the two outliers, I don't know, be Vermont and, uh, I don't know, New York State? Vermont and Rhode Island. We have a number of chapters in New York started on Long Island, which won't be surprising to New Yorkers. Um, But I'm glad that you brought up New York because, you know, what's happening in New York is important. People need to understand that school will be starting in New York this coming week. And um, schools are being used as shelters for migrants. There were swimming pools that were not filled for New York City students this summer because of the fact that there was a a stress on funding. Um, The uh, Randall Field, where the majority of students in New York would go and play sports, 
sports is being used in, as a tent city. Um, so things are happening in these cities that are changing the culture of the United States of America. Um, you might remember that New York was one of the last states that um, stopped masking children. And so we're watching uh, very, very closely New York and some of these other states to make sure that these COVID mandates do not come back. Never again will we allow this to happen in our country. Well, that's, I think they're going to come back. Let's talk about this. But if, when you get Vermont and Rhode Island, would that give you all 50 states at that time? Yes, sir. That will give us all 50 states, which is very, very exciting. Our growth states for this wow. year are Wisconsin. Wow. Yes, sir. Wisconsin, Georgia, Arizona. We have a lot of chapters in Pennsylvania. And so the, one of the other things that we're going to be doing is town halls across the country. We want to hear directly from parents and we want America to hear directly from parents, because the truth is that I don't think a lot of people understand what is happening in these schools. You brought up Montgomery County, Maryland. We're going to be coming there to do a town hall at the end of September, bringing parents together from a lot of different religions, a lot of different backgrounds who are very concerned about the fact that the government doesn't think uh, that that you should have parental rights, that uh, the government wants you to tell your child to check their religious beliefs at the door before they enter a school system. And, and your parental rights do not stop at the classroom door. And we do not co-parent with the government at Moms for Liberty. So we're going to go out there and support parents. Tiffany, can you just answer? We've got about a a minute and a half, two minutes. Um, Every day I pick up The Guardian or I go to CNN with our great team here that reviews the content. And they're saying that the Moms for Liberty are a proto-fascist organization that is just to try to turn this country to an authoritarian dictatorship. Any comment on that? Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, you know, the SPLC named us as a as a hate group, but an anti-government extremist group. How ridiculous is that? In 2022, we endorsed in over 500 school board races, got over 275 people elected to office. We plan to continue to do that. In fact, we have a new campaign toolkit that's going to be coming out that's going to really revolutionize the way that people run for school boards. So, um, you know, don't believe the hype. Moms for Liberty is a wonderful organization filled with very effective advocates. I think that's why we take a lot of flack. But as you have reminded me many times, Steve, uh, you take the most flack when you're right over the target. I'll tell you, you guys, uh, the expansion, you, you, Monster Liberty started when I just want Vermont and Rhode Island. As soon as you get those stood up, you're in 50 states. When did you guys actually get rolling on this? We launched January 1st, 2021. Unbelievable. Incredible. Tiffany, how do people go and find more about your, your group? Yeah, go to momsforliberty.org. There's a big map there. You can click on the map uh, and see if you have a chapter in your area. I am telling you, these are the brightest, best, smartest, most wonderful people. They are doing amazing work. They're incredibly brave. Um, So go to momsforliberty.org. You can follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. And and a quick announcement, Steve, our our upcoming summit for this year uh, will be in Washington, D.C. So that's very, very exciting. At the end of August, beginning of September, um, of, of next year, uh, we will be in Washington, D.C., right before a very important presidential election. Wow, that's fantastic. I know the one in Philadelphia lit, lit it up there. Got a little bit of media coverage, as I remember, Tiffany. Uh, fantastic. Tiffany Justice, thank you for joining us on a Thursday morning to kick things off. Thanks, Steve. Have a great day. Thanks. How about that firing off the football? A young fighter like Avita Duffy and then... Uh, Tiffany Justice, back to back. Okay, we're going to go to Michigan and to Georgia on what's going on there on election fraud. Take a short commercial break. Johnny uh, Horton, the great Johnny Horton, one of the great voices in America, and one of his classics, North to Alaska. Alaska, 
Big Sam left Seattle in the year of 92 With George Pratt, his partner, and brother Billy, too They crossed the Yukon River and found the Bonanza Gold Below that old white mountain, just a little southeast of Nome Sam crossed the majestic mountains to the valleys far below He talked to his team of huskies as he mushed on through the snow With the northern lights a-running wild in the land of the midnight sun Yes, Sam McCord was a mighty man in the year of 1901 Where the river is winding, big nuggets they're finding Nug to Alaska, they go north, the rush is on If you're sick and tired of the globalist leftist takeover of America's corporations, go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon and support a company that actually believes in America. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Let me repeat, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. Glenn Story and the team have been great supporters of this show, which is why I'm proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left, without funding people that hate you. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT, P-A-T-R-I-O-T, 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. We need to stand together and support companies that share our values. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. You see, yesterday we had the technical problems with the team in uh, Denver and in uh, my own production team. Here in the war room, did such a great job, but we couldn't. We had to kind of tighten the show up, so we couldn't have our celebration of America and American music. But uh, remember, Pride Month. We said, "Hey, every month is Pride in America, Pride in our people, Pride in our land," and that's why we're today with uh, Johnny Horton. I've uh, also in Getter and Rumble. Really want to thank the Rumble uh, crew. You guys are on fire, uh, and also over Carly Bonet. At, on the Telegram, uh, on uh, Midnight Rider, of course, our own Telegram channel, too. The chat is going wild all the time. Start making recommendations. As you can tell, we have a certain house style that we're looking for in music, right? What we're trying to do is, is uh, unearth classics for you that maybe uh, you haven't heard before or you've forgotten. So uh, we're taking, but we'll take all kind of recommendations. Um, so jump in there, uh, and uh, we'll curate those. I want to go. We're going to go to Georgia, and there's a situation down in Georgia that is just not right, and uh, we got to get to the bottom of it. 
But I want to start quickly with Jim Hoff, and Jim's going to come back with Patty Murray at uh, at eleven our time with some massive breaking news on Gateway Pundit. But just in, because I think Michigan and uh, and Georgia are inextricably linked on this twenty twenty situation. Jim, just the lead story today, real quickly in in Gateway Pundit is uh, as you guys continue your investigation. This thing is metastasizing, is it not, sir? Absolutely, Steve. And uh, a famous line by Dana, Dana Nessel, this, the uh, attorney general, she said, after our first report, she came out with a statement. A few days later, she had to do some pre-planning first. But she came out with a statement and said, the system works. You know, we, 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 we found this at the time and the system works. Well, actually, Steve, we have proof now that the system did not work. And uh, we're going to be releasing that. Uh, within the next hour or two, um, we've been holding on to that. We had to take care of some legal uh, issues first. But um, uh, we have proof now that this was widespread across Michigan. We have several clerks admitting to this, and we have that all on record. And we also have, as I told you before, we have uh, at least one whistleblower, um, possibly more. And they're, they're speaking with us. They're frustrated also with how the elections are run there in Michigan. And uh, several of them spoke out. Uh, so we're releasing that. And we're going to release uh, uh, earlier today, uh, Ben Wetmer uh, came out with a report where, interestingly enough, uh, several of the counties where GBI was operating in Michigan, and we put a map up of this, but several of the, the cities where they had operations, Flint, um, Detroit, Muskegon, um, a few others, they, they all had this massive drop of voter registrations on the same day, October 9th of 2020. If you look at our report, it's on the top of our page today. Um, you, you can see this, this map and you can see that um, all of these different cities had this just incredible amount of registrations on October 9th. I I'm not sure what the significance of that is, but it is very strange that this happened in the GBI communities in Michigan. So there's much more is, here, is it, Steve. Is, is it the 9th or the 19th? Um, I believe it was the 9th is when this, this, these all dropped. And, and those yeah. are in Flint, Detroit, and Muskegon, correct? Ypsilanti, Lansing, uh, Southfield, Taylor City. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, Jim. Jim, it's just a total. Jim, Jim, it's it's just it's a total coincidence. It's a total oh, coincidence. Absolutely, like two thousand. You're just, you're, you're 2, just a conspiracy. in one day. They're averaging they're averaging twenty or thirty, and all of a sudden there's plopped uh, two thousand in one day. So um, yeah, nothing to see here, okay. Steve. How how do people get to Gateway? Your social media. How do they get to the site? You're going to come back when you and Patty are ready to break this huge story. We can get into the details. What tell us uh, where do people go? Yeah, go to the Gateway Pundit. We're on all the socials: Getter, Truth, uh, Twitter, X, uh, the others. Um, and a special thanks to to uh, Phil and Braden and Patty McMurray and and Ben Wetmore from Michigan who've been putting a, a lot of this together. They've been doing an incredible job. I know you got to you got to be belt and suspenders and another belt on this stuff. So uh, look forward to you and Patty coming back later. Thanks. Great. These things are, there's linkage. One of the things we try to do on the show is give you nomenclature, 
talk about critical path, process, statics, and dynamics of process, so you can start to get a mental map. That's why I veed it at the top of the show. Remember, uh, 61% of your fellow citizens are living paycheck to paycheck. We know that uh, credit card debt just went over $1.1 trillion. These rates are 20% average. I think the APR is on average 20%. Uh, car loans, $1.5 trillion. And you see this radical agenda on, from this cult to climate change and what they're trying to do to your lifestyle. But also that is a higher priority for them than actually thinking about the basis of productivity in the American economy. That's a, we discussed yesterday about the Chinese Communist Party, E.J., and Tony's going to join me later. We're going to make these connections between the failures of the United States economy, what our elite class is doing uh, in, uh, in your personal life, in your community's life. The same thing on this election fraud. Remember, we've been told, you've been told over and over and over again that, oh, you know, it's gone to all these courts. No, this thing stinks to high heaven and the rot is, is absurd, obscene and disgusting. And you've got patriots not going to back down here. This team up in Michigan, I'm telling you, they are burrowing into this deep, deeply, and they're finding out. And in Georgia, we've had these patriots kind of rounded up. And you've got the political elite down there. You've got Kemp in this crowd that refused to take any action. Harrison Floyd joins us. Harrison, you're out. You had a major announcement yesterday, sir. Can you get our audience up to speed on, on, on what you're thinking? Hey, good morning, Steve. It's great to be with you again. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm thinking we need some accountability down there in Georgia. I think uh, the leadership down there isn't doing the right thing. I think we need uh, people who are going to lead by example. And uh, I briefly ran for Georgia 7, uh, jumped out to go work on the president's campaign. And uh, now I'm feeling like it's uh, time to go back down and uh, run again. Do you think – were you singled out – I mean, this is a tough question, but would you think you were singled out because you're an African-American male and they were trying to set an example with you? Is that why you stayed in jail for so many days when everybody else could, could walk in and, and, and do their bond? And I mean, first off, it should have just been recognizant. They should have just let all these folks go. But do you think that you were personally singled out by Fonnie Willis and others uh, to set an example? Oh, absolutely. She wanted to send a message to black folks – you know, there's a huge trend uh, amongst African-American men leaning towards President Trump and uh, looking more into conservatism. And, uh, you know, they definitely don't want that. When I went in, um, the DA's office pulled me aside. They said they wanted to talk about bond. I thought that's when it was going to happen. I said, sure, I'd be happy to talk about it. Um, but I wanted a lawyer present. Then they shut everything down. They put me in front of a judge who said I was a, a flight risk. <laughs> which I don't know how that is because President Trump literally flew away. Um, I'm no different than uh, anybody else. President Trump has more you know, felonies and more jurisdictions. Um, it just didn't make any sense. And also, she increased my bond. Originally, it was supposed to be $50,000. She increased it to $100,000. So I definitely think she was trying to make an example. Talk to me about this this trend. Is, is this just we're hearing anecdotally, or do you feel there's something really happening here like a tectonic plate shift with African-American men? There is a seismic shift. This is going to be the election that's really going to decide the future of our country. If uh, these GOP candidates could be able to speak to African-American men the way President Trump could, I mean, it could do 
we wouldn't see, I think, a you know uh, a blue Congress for the next forty years. But they're just not reaching out. They're not, they're not doing it. They're too afraid to do it. But President Trump isn't, and we weren't. And you know that's that's why I personally feel like I was also singled out. Um, I led Africa, uh, Black Voices for Trump, and we raised uh, the minority vote. Our coalition's team. Uh, more minority votes for any president since a uh, Republican president since 1960. So I thought it was a misstep on her part, putting the black guy who raised the black vote for the president in a black jail, but it's all good. What is it about Trump that connects with African-American men? What can you summarize it for, for our audience? What do you think it is that he has this connection? He's street savvy. He he understands the game. Game real, recognize real. Game recognize game. Um, pe- people and and most importantly, most importantly, the this criminal justice system, this two tiered system, African American men have been victims of since since Reconstruction, and this is something the black community has been arguing about and talking about for decades. And the only difference between now and then is now it's happening to white people. And President Trump is at the forefront of it. So black men recognize what is really happening with President Trump. They see past the smokescreen. I'm going to get in, in another day about some of the issues that you brought up. When you hear Harrison Floyd's entire story, why he's even rolled up in this, what he knows and what he went forward to, to authorities, your head is going to blow up. But I want to save that for another time. Before I lose your Harrison uh, you were at Fallujah and Ramadi. Tell me a little bit about your experience with the uh, United States Marine Corps. Uh, helped shape and mold me into the man that I am today. It definitely prepared me for being inside Fulton County Jail. Um, it was an honor and a privilege to serve. Our country was attacked, and I wanted to go defend my country, and so I did. Everyone in my family, my mom even wears combat boots. Everyone serves. So, um for me, um, it was, you know, just something that I had had to do. You were a Marine uh, infantry in a rifle platoon? Yes, sir. I was a machine gunner, 0331 Ra. Harrison, how did we follow you? How do our people follow you on social media? How did we go to your site, uh, your GoFundMe? Give, it, give us all the coordinates. So I have a Twitter that is active or it's public. It's uh, HW underscore Floyd. My uh, Instagram, I keep private because uh, I, I have my pictures of my daughter on there. Um, but there is a give, send, go to donate to the legal fund. Um, if anybody could uh, donate, it would be greatly appreciated. I'm being told that it's going to cost north of half a million dollars for something like this. But uh, God is with me and I'm ready to fight. And, uh, you know, no matter what happens, um, it's going to be in his hands and the truth is going to come out. Um, but, but most importantly, if I can quickly, Steve, um, I, I, uh, <clears throat> more importantly than me, um, I'd like to ask everyone in Georgia and around the country to pray. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'd like to ask everyone to please pray for all the inmates in Fulton County Jail. Um, there's a lot of them who are sitting in there that shouldn't be in there. Um, we've gone from slavery to sharecropping to convict leasing to what they're doing now in Fulton County Jail. It's not right. It is wrong and it should not be happening. So please, uh, not only pray for them, 
uh, but contact your, your uh, legislator in Georgia and please demand that they do something about what's going on in that jail. And please demand that the state legislator do something about District Attorney Willis and make her do her job. If she doesn't want to do it, then get somebody else in there who will. Harrison, another uh, inmate, I think, died last night, too, in uh, Fulton County. Thank you very much. We will actually make that a central part of our prayer service on the War Room on Sunday morning, led by Noah Benjamin. Thank you, Harrison Floyd, patriot and hero. Short commercial break. Back in the War Room in a moment. You should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it, because it just might. More than 35,000 wildfires have devastated the U.S. this year. The toxins and particles in wildfire smoke can penetrate our lungs and threaten our health. That's why EnviroCleanse developed military-grade air purification for your home. And they just announced their biggest sale of the year. Save a massive 30% off during their Labor Day sale. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed to wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That's why the Department of Defense chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. And EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor so you know your family's breathing purified air. Now's the time to save 30% off your air purification unit. Get the free air quality monitor and fast free shipping. That's at 250 bucks savings. Visit ekpure.com and use code Steve. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. Let me repeat, ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. Take action, use your agency, do it today, get the benefits of the sale. I offer you a choice, a choice between two worlds. Will you take the blue pill and continue living in a world where a corrupt few control everything? Or will you take the red pill and join us? What the elites don't want you to know is that there are 200,000 open committee man seats in the Republican Party. These party members are the ones who determine the future of the GOP. Let's take our country back, one precinct at a time. Visit precinctstrategy.com now. Okay, that's Royce White. We put up Royce's show. Uh, I think he's up three times a week. We put him up uh, three times a week up on Getter, uh, my account in the um, in the um, Worm account. Gets massive traffic. I want to thank everybody for participating. We're going to actually have more things. We put up the webinar the other day about the U.S. Civil War that the Chinese Communist Party is working on. I think combined between Rumble and Getter has over 100,000 views. So um, thank you guys very much. Love the commentary. Love the community that we're building. Um, Birchko, next hour I'm going to get into the whole situation of the economy, the real economy, the under-the-hood economy, 61%. Of your fellow citizens. Think about that. 61%. What would the framers say? What would the first wave at Normandy say? What would uh, the 8th Air Corps over, um, you know, over the industrial heart of the uh, the Ruhr Valley that got shot out of the sky? I think they're 40,000. We have never recovered. What would they say in the 21st century? 61% of American citizens are living paycheck to paycheck. What would they say about that? I think they would say that's a national disgrace. 
We're going to get into all that. But make sure you've got to understand currency. To understand currency, you have to understand gold. Go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. The end of the dollar empire. We've, this is two years in the making, right? We've been putting these things out. The third installment, we've got a precy of Durban, the Durban Accords. Also, we're coming out with a fourth installment, probably in mid-September, that will blow your head up because we're going to walk through some math, some a reality check right in the middle of this of this spending orgy that you're about to see, and you're going to see all the excuses and all the obfuscation. It's not going to happen here. And they know that we've weaponized uh, this working class base of MAGA, not to put up with any more nonsense. Somebody not put up with any nonsense down in Georgia, Colton Moore. Colton, all I hear now is that people want to throw you out of, I guess, the conference, out of the Senate. There's a, there's a, a, a lot of establishment types are quite upset that you continue to hammer on uh, on this Fonnie Willis situation down in Georgia, sir. Yeah, I tell them, uh, make my day. If they want to vote me out of the caucus, vote me out of the caucus. I mean, it's a crying shame that they are more angry and upset at me for commanding them to do their job than they are at Fonnie Willis, who's not doing her job, who is distorting the U.S. and the Georgia Constitution by taking on political prisoners. So the fight for me will continue. Don't they understand the establishment down there that this is making Georgia a laughing stock on the global stage? I mean, this is a front page story in the Financial Times of London, in the Guardian. I mean, all the European papers, NHK in Japan, BBC. Don't they understand what they're doing to Georgia and Georgia's reputation and image? I'm not sure they care, Steve. Um, they are so worried about protecting you know, the establishment that they hold their power in that they are refusing to listen to their constituents who continue to call them and continue to demand that they take action. A legislator is absolutely useless unless you are in session. We need to get to session and take action immediately. That's why we have to defund Fonnie Willis. I mean, my constituents do not want their hard-earned tax dollars paying for this. What uh, where do we stand now and what can this audience do? Where do you stand? Uh, where do you stand with getting other people to rally to your side? And what can this audience do? I tell you what, the uh, the audience that you have in Georgia is doing a phenomenal job, Steve. The Speaker of the House yesterday uh, w- was having to type up letters to all the members in the House, giving them excuses to give back to their constituents. Some of the excuses were so bizarre. They're like, well, Fonnie Willis only receives one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year. Are you kidding me? That's all the state money? Okay. I mean, it's ridiculous stuff. And, the, and then tell your constituents that if we defund Fonnie Willis, that we'll have to defund their district attorney too. I mean, it's nonsense. Like they're completely, they're, they're going into crazy land with their narrative back to their constituents. And that's not how government's supposed to work. People tell their representatives how they want to be represented. The representatives shouldn't be telling the people how to represent. And that's what's going on right now. So I just want to reiterate, you, if they throw you out of the conference, you don't care. You're going to continue to hammer this. You're not going to back down? That's right. Anyone who stands in the way of protecting freedom is un-American right now. So I will, I will sacrifice any relationship that I have with this caucus or any other fellow senator because I'm standing up for the American way of freedom. And every American has a First Amendment right to question the integrity of an election and to be cowered down because you fear that you might be obstructing justice. There is no justice going on right now in Fulton County. It is nothing but injustice, and I won't stand for it. 
Colton, where do people get you? Where's the social media? Where do folks go? Yeah, if you're on Twitter, you can go to Real Colton Moore, just like Real Donald Trump. Uh, if you are on browsing the web, go to coltonmore.com slash emergency. You can certainly be a big help there. Sign on to the official petition and uh, stay updated there as well. Okay, I want everybody to circulate that petition in all the chat rooms right now. Senator Colton Moore of Georgia, you're a Thank hero you, and a patriot, sir. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks, brother. Thank you. Okay, we're going to go out with little Johnny Horton, a little upbeat. Let's get on it. We come back in a moment. We're going to stay in Georgia. Brian Pritchard, Pritchard is going to join us. Back in a moment. To Alaska, go north to Russia's own. Big Sam left Seattle in the year of 92. With George Pratt, his partner, and brother Billy, too. They crossed the Yukon River and found the Bonanza Gold. Below that old white mountain, just a little southeast of Nome, Sam crossed the majestic mountains to the valleys far below. He talked to his team of huskies as he mushed on through the snow. With the northern lights a-running wild in the land of the midnight sun. Yes, Sam McCord was a mighty man in the year of 1901. Where the river is winding, big nuggets they're finding. North to Alaska, they go north to Russia's own. Way up north, way up north. North to Alaska, they go north to Russia's own. North to Alaska, they go north to Russia's own. George turned to Sam with his gold in his hand. Said, Sam, you're looking at a lonely, lonely man. I'd trade all the gold. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart, And those you care about, please go to WarRoomHealth.com. That's WarRoomHealth.com. All one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WarRoomHealth, all one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.